Welcome, 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 welcome back to Life in the Fast Lane, hosted by me, your boy, Mr. Black Moses. How's everybody doing out there this week? How are you? I hope you're doing grand. Your boy's doing grand. Listen, man, listen, I, uh, I'm always excited, of course, but I'm really excited because MotoGP is soon returning and to, to my life and I need that. I need that GP. Um, World Superbike has already started testing. Uh, it, the, the teams are uh, unveiling their livery, livery, however it's said. Some people say livery. Some people say livery. Uh, it, it's, you know, it's a very, this is always the fun time, you know, right before, right before all the action starts. People are getting excited. Um but World Superbike has already taken back to track for testing. I believe they're in Jerez currently. Um, shout out to my boy, Tom Sykes. That's my bro. Um, and, you know, it's uh, it's exciting. It's exciting. It's, it's just a wonderful time. You know, you, when you're a race fan, when you're a MotoGP fanatic, when you're a World Superbike fanatic, and shout out to my people at Moto America because their testing will begin soon. Um, when you're a fan of road racing, you know, it's a very, very, it's an exciting time. It's an exciting time. It's always exciting, but, you know, the January, February time, it's always rad. It's always rad. I'm bringing rad back into the uh, vocabulary in case you haven't noticed. It's a rad time, and your boy, Mr. Black Moses, is very excited, very excited. Um, shout out to my people at Being Sports. Listen, man, I tell you all the time, when I can't be at the races, I'm watching the races. On Being Sports. That's Those are my people. That's my family. Shout out to those guys and ladies over there that make things do what they do at the network proper listen man i wanted to go over with you guys and gals the 2020 moto gp schedule because it was finalized it was finalized uh the people over at fim uh and dorna they put together the the finalized calendar for the 2020 year and uh, I'm stoked. I'm stoked about it. Let's just get into it. I'll give you a quick rundown. March the 8th, March the 8th, the 2020 MotoGP season kicks off in Qatar. Uh, March 22nd, they move on to Thailand. On the 5th of April, the 5th of April, we're in America. GP is in America. That's Austin, Texas. Your boy, Mr. Black Moses, is, is going to be there. And I'm excited um, it's going to be a good time. I have my annual party. I have, uh, you know, I, there's so much that I'm involved with <laughs> that weekend, but definitely a good time. So uh, let's uh, let, let's mark our calendars. Calendars. If you're in the U.S., make sure you're there for the American uh, Red Bull, uh, the, the 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 Grand Prix, the Red Bull Grand Prix of the Americas. Uh, that's April the 5th. Okay, April 19th, moving on to Argentina. Okay, the 3rd of May in Spain at Jerez. On the 17th of May in France at Le Mans. Uh, May 31st, May 31st in Italy. Let's see what else we have here. That's May the 31st. It's Italy at Mugello. Mugello. On the 17th 
I'm sorry, the 7th of June, Catalonia in Barcelona, Barcelona. Uh, moving on, June the 21st in Germany at the Sachsen Ring, the 28th of June in the Netherlands at Assen. Now that's, that's, whoo, it's Assen. What are you going to do? It's TT Circuit. Um, it's, you know, just a great track. All these tracks are great, but there's a couple that really just like pop and, you know, it's cool stuff. Now, the, I believe this is a new track for uh for 2020 the in finland on the 12th of july people are blowing me up as i'm trying to read the schedule stop texting me um <laughs> as we hear those little things um the all right so where was i at july the 12th in finland uh august 9th czech republic uh the 16th of august moving on to austria at the red bull ring August the 30th, back to England, jolly old England, across the pond and all that good stuff at Silverstone. 13th of September, okay? 13th of September, Mazzano. Woo! Mazzano World Circuit, Marco Simoncelli. Ride in peace, brother. Um, October the 4th, Aragon. Motorland, Aragon, Spain. Awesome, awesome track, awesome circuit. October the 18th. In Japan, at the Twin Ring Motegi Circuit, the 25th. In Australia, at Phillip Island. On the 1st of November, Malaysia. Malaysia, at Sepang. Uh, and then the season closes out. The season closes out at uh, Valencia, of course. Valencia. Uh, Valencia. On November the 15th, there you have it. The finalized uh, 2020 MotoGP calendar so you can go to motogp.com and check that out download the schedule make sure that you're watching and supporting and you know what uh i think next week i need to probably get into the moto america schedule as well because i'm going to make sure that i this season i'm going to talk a lot about moto america i'm going to talk about moto america a lot it's some of the best racing on the planet that happens in the united states and uh, it's good times. It's good times. There's always excitement. There's all, there's good. Look, good racing is racing. Good racing is good racing. Great racing is great racing. Moto America is in that paradigm. <laughs> it is in that paradigm of it's in the box of, of great racing. And I don't believe that Moto America gets the true support that it deserves. So in that in that same conversation of MotoGP and World Superbike. Moto America should also be included. So we're going to do, I'm going to make a point to talk more about Moto America in upcoming shows and episodes and have some more guests from Moto America on. Shout out to my man, Paul Carruthers. <clears throat> That's my people's. Um, listen, man, I am excited. Aren't you? MotoGP returning. World Superbike returning. Moto America returning. Road racing is returning. Welcome to Life in the Fast Lane, y'all. Let's ride. Listen, man, your boy, Mr. Black Moses has been, you know, I've, I've been I've been taking notice of trends in our industry. It's my job. It's what I do. I pay attention to detail. It's a good look. It's, it's, it's what I do. Um, and, and what I've noticed is the rise of YouTube channels and, and 
uh, personalities in our industry who are making, in addition to their established social media brand platforms, a lot of individuals and groups and organizations are now launching YouTube channels as a uh, further implementation or a further uh a different channel, a different avenue, different avenue. Thank you. Different avenue uh, in which they can broadcast uh, their corporate message, their brand. Um, it's, it's, it's maximum visibility, maximum visibility. And, you know, it, it's it's I've paid attention to it, to the trend. And I actually I'm not going to call it a trend anymore. I am actually going to acknowledge the fact that it is a viable, viable stream. It's a viable source. It's a viable method. It's a viable media in which to, and maybe I'm late to the game. I can admit that maybe I'm late to it, but you know, it's for the motorcyclist, for the, for the individual in our industry, you know, it's, it's something that. Uh, you know, you pay attention to what other people are doing and if it's working, sometimes you want to be the first one out the gate and, you know, and for me, it's not so much about being the first person out the gate, but it's about allocating the right amount of time to do things correctly. Um, so what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is your boy, Mr. Black Moses finally, finally has launched a YouTube channel. And, you know, it's excerpts from the Diary of Moses Black. That's right. Your boy, Mr. Black Moses, has an alter ego. Actually, there might be two or three, but your boy, (laughs) Mr. Black Moses, is also known as, a.k.a. Moses Black. Um, And and that just, that's a little bit more of the uh, internal, uh, the more uh, in-depth, the more complicated version of Black Moses, as it were. So um, I want you all, if you have an opportunity to, and I've shot out uh, the channel on my Instagram at Mr. Black Moses, uh, and my YouTube channel is the same. It's Mr. Black Moses, Mr. Black Moses. If you can do me a solid and check it out, let me know what your thoughts are. Um, I would really appreciate it because, you know, like I'm not, I'm, I'm an older rider. I'm an old, I'm, I'm going to be 45 in March. I'm going to be 45 in March. And it was important for me that while I was paying attention to, I will, I will pay, I will say I was paying attention to what other people were doing. And when I decided to launch a channel, I did not want it to be like everyone else. I, uh, actually I made a few phone calls. When I made the decision, I made a few phone calls. Shout out to my boy, Alex Franz at Ducati, uh, North America. I talked to him about it. He gave me some insight. Shout out to my boy, a day, a day. I talked to a day real quick and, and got some insight from him. Uh, and then I talked to Justin Nauer from Icon Motorsports. Shout out to my boy, Justin. Um, and, you know, I just kind of bounced off of the war room, so to speak. I said, look, this is what I'm trying to do. This is what I want to do. This is the message I want to convey. And, you know, they gave me their feedback on my approach. And basically, my approach is, as a motorcyclist who's in the industry, an industry insider, tastemaker, influencer, brand ambassador, and all that, blah, blah, blah. You know, I am not, you know, I'm not that vlogger. I'm not a vlogger. And with no disrespect to the vlogging community, I'm not a vlogger, though. A lot of vloggers 
a lot of, not all, but a majority of the vlogging community, their content primarily to me, in addition to doing the reviews and product reviews and bike reviews, a lot of it is it's a lot of writing from a point of view, like, you know, the camera it's from POV. They're, you know, they're from the writer's point of view, which is cool. And there's a lot of talking. There's a lot of talking. And the talking is not always uh, of, I'm not going to say, oh, see, I, I'm in trouble anyway. It, a lot of the talking is not of substance. Vlogging community, don't come at my neck. I'm just saying that that was my observation. And, you know, while it's most of it is greatly entertaining. Most of it is greatly entertaining. I mean, it's funny. It's a lot of stuff and, you know, it, it's a lot of content. But, you know, I find that it's often not necessarily content of substance. It's just a lot of writing and a lot of talking. And, and that's cool because at that age, you know, and I'm talking about for the vlogging community, like I'll give you an example in a moment. But that vlogging community uh, of a younger age and they're, you know, early that 20 range that 20 year old range maybe even 30 there's a their life is more exciting <laughs> i guess so they can just talk about things and their peers their people who are of their same age writers who are their same age you know they're going to gravitate toward that because they can relate maybe they can relate to the you know the the, the subject matter even though there's not a lot of necessarily motorcycle related substance maybe that's a better way of saying it i've i've realized that there's a lack of motorcycle related substance in a large large not all do not come at my neck vlogging community there is a large portion of the vlogging community that doesn't have directly rela- directly motorcycle related s- substance content if that makes sense and that's cool. I'm not troubled by it. I'm not sweating it. There's no press. But for me, I just didn't want to do that because that's not me. That's not my style. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not a I'm not a rambler, even though if you listen to the podcast, you might feel differently about your boy, Mr. Black Moses. I've been known to ramble, but um, that's when I'm on the bike, when I'm riding, I'm not a rambler. I'm not a, you know, I'm not rolling around. And pulling up at stoplights or traffic intersections or what have you and, you know, trying to have interactions with other vehicles or pointing out uh, side, you know, like roadside attractions or what have you or, you know, landmarks. That's not my vibe. I'm more of when I'm riding, I'm more focused on the job at hand. I'm more focused on what I'm actually doing, my connection to the bike and and, and what the bike's doing and and the road, not so much what other people are doing, because honestly, I would much rather have the road all to myself. Um, And that's what I decided my uh, my channel was going to be about. That's that was my approach. My approach was that as an older rider, it was more about behind the scenes, more snippets of my inner thoughts, more uh, more just more me without more of that. You know what I mean? Like I'm trying to like bury out the white noise or the static noise, not white noise, the static noise that a lot of riders have to deal with. Um, and so while I have a great appreciation for the vlogging community, 
I don't consider myself a vlogger. I don't consider my channel a vlog. You know, it's, you know, I, I think that they are more short. You know, I, I, I titled my channel excerpts from the diary of Moses Black for a reason, because that's what they are. They're excerpts of my thoughts while I'm writing um, and, you know, just a sneak peek into my crazy life. And I want to keep them short. I want to keep them no more than five minutes. There may be some that depend. Maybe they might be longer, but I around I want to keep them around the four or five minute uh, length of time. I, you know, I, I realize that the <laughs> the span of attention continues to decrease moment by moment. Uh, so I want to make sure that I'm providing content that it, that zeroes in, grabs your attention, holds you holds it, and entertains. Uh, as quickly and as effortly as possible. So that's what my channel is going to be about. Um, and, you know, several years ago, not several, maybe like a couple, maybe four, three, I had the opportunity to host the uh, the Icon Motorsports uh, Vlogger Takedown Challenge. And that was a blast to do. Um, we caught a lot of hell for that. Um, because it was more of a parody on the vlogging community. It was just a parody. We weren't, we weren't making fun of, we were just basically, you know, making fun of, (laughs) but not in a derogatory sense. It was kind of like a Saturday night live, how Saturday night live takes topics and current affairs and puts their spin on it and it becomes more entertainment. That's what we did. I think that it's hosting that it was more, um, it was more of a parody, you know, nothing derogatory, nothing uh, to, you know, nothing to say what was going on in the vlogging community was, you know, not entertaining or not worthy of content or not whatever. It was more about that. It was our Saturday Night Live version of the vlogging community and hosting this, you know, this icon vlogger, moto vlogger takedown challenge. If you go- Google it. YouTube it, uh, look it up. It was funny. A lot of it was funny, you know, and that's what it was. It was about, it was entertaining and it was a great way to launch the products, which is ultimately what the, uh, the short film was about. Shout out to my guys, Matt and everybody over at Fluid Films. Um, and it, you know, and, uh, Joe Dirt and, uh, Tony Carbajal, my peoples. Um, it was very cool. I said, Joe Dirt. I'm sorry, Joe, Joe Vertical. I'm sorry. <laughs> You know what it is? I've been watching David Spade's uh, Lights Out at night, and that show just has me cracking up. And um, so I'm sorry, Joe. <laughs> Joe, it's Joe. Joe Vertical, my guy. I've had him on the show. He's a great, great guy. Super awesome stunt rider, technical rider. I am so sorry. But Joe Dirt was on my mind just because I was thinking about David Spade's Lights Out show. Great show. Check it out if you haven't done so yet. Anyway, moving on. Uh <laughs> Moto vloggers uh, are, you know, so that community, when we did the Moto Vlogger Takedown Challenge, that really introduced me to open up my eyes to that community and what they're involved with and how serious. I mean, that community, if you're unaware of the, you know, of that community, you know, it's, yo, I mean, it's serious. It's serious. Your boy, Mr. Black Moses was totally un, uh, it was, you know, it was, it was not to say I was caught off guard, but I wasn't anticipating the amount of heat per se that we received from people who were offended who or who didn't get the joke. 
And that comes with the territory. But the motor vlogging community, nothing but respect, nothing but, uh, you know, the motor vlogging community, Black Moses approved. Not necessarily, not necessarily needed, but uh, I'm saying, you know, it's, it's, it's a cool thing to, it's part of our sport, it's part of our culture. And, uh, you know, it, it's helpful. With that being said, you know, I when I was fully immersed into, you know, what was going on, it was because of the heat, the heat that we received from doing the Icon Moto Vlogger Takedown Challenge that I really started to investigate and look into what that community was all about. Like, you know, they felt so strong about themselves and about their community. And I, yo, that right off the bat you know, you stand for something or fall for anything. So the fact that they were so, they felt so strongly about their community, I started looking into it. And you know what? There's a, and I've had a couple of vloggers on Life in the Fast Lane hosted by me, your boy, Mr. Black Moses. And it was, you know, guys like uh, Mr. 20 West, Mr. 20 West. Um, And I even talked to him about how he felt about the, uh, the video that we did with Icon and he loved it. He thought it was great. He got it. Um, but it allowed me to having a conversation with him and understanding more about that community made, created a greater sense of appreciation. One, they're riders. And if you're a rider, I'm a rider. We're all riders. So we're already on the same team. Um, and in, within our riding community, the global community, there's different parts of our culture. There's subcultures of our culture. And so, but the mere fact that we're all riders is what makes us family. So just different sections and, and different, uh, different factions of what we do on two wheels, it makes our culture so much richer. I mean, it's a, we have a very rich culture and I hope that obviously if you're listening to the show, you're a rider uh, or you're an enthusiast uh, or both or all, and you understand how rich our culture is and how important our culture is. Um, and, and, you know, we should be doing everything that we can to move our culture forward. So um, that's why when I decided to do mine, I figured that it's the, the, the vlogging community beyond the scope of it's not necessarily my style to ride around and just talk. Um, it, 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 we needed to do I wanted to do something different. I wanted to do something different. And right now uh, I've talked about my nephew the killer cam on the show. And people have asked me, is that my real family? And you look right hand to God, left hand to God, all hands to God, uh, God, honest truth. <laughs> that is my blood nephew, the killer cam. And so check out his YouTube channel, check out his gram. The kid's doing so well. He's blowing up. Um, love you cam. Um, it's a, it's a, it's funny because he calls me uncle or uncle black Moses. It's just really funny. But the truth is he is my older brother, Greg's who taught Gregory taught me how to ride motorcycles. Um, and it's just interesting that his son, my nephew is exploding. I mean, he's doing so great. And early on, I mean, early on a couple of years ago, he started asking me questions about how to do this and this, that, and the third and how I felt about things. And I gave him some pointers and kind of aimed him a little bit, but for the most part, that's all him. So, uh, nephew, your uncle loves you hats off to all of your success that you've achieved so far. And you've just started and you got so much, you're going to do so much more. You're going to do really, really great things. Um, you are doing great things. I'm really proud of you, man. So just keep going, stay on the course that you're on. And, uh, yeah, the world is yours, man. The world is yours. Um, 
But Cam, Cam's uh, YouTube channel, extremely entertaining, incredibly funny, super positive. Um, it's one of it, it's a channel that I, I'll watch, and I'm going to have nephew. I'm going to have you on the show. I'm going to have you on the show. I thought about having you on the show before. Um, and you know, I, I was going to, uh, when we, right after we, you got your care package and you know what I'm talking about. Um, but I figured, you know, let's let it marinate for a little bit, but I think it's time, you know, with, with everything that's going on right now, all the great stuff that's going on, I think it might be time to have you on there. So, uh, I'll reach out to you in a little bit. Um, Cam's channel, as I was mentioning, was is, is extremely, extremely positive, extremely colorful. Uh, <laughs> it's entertaining. It's riveting. It grabs your attention. And Cam rides around and talks and talks and he throws, you might throw up a wheelie every now and again, <laughs> but it's, and then he does the, he does his own edits. So he takes his footage and, and that's another thing too. Like with my channel, I wanted to make sure that the content was like, I'm not a film guy. I'm not a film editor. I have an idea. Uh, I have an aesthetic of which I aspire to, and I know how I want my things to look, but I've learned the programs to, uh, to use, to get my content the way I want it to, to look the way I want it to look. Um, but Cam's, uh, his channel, his footage, his product, his content, it's really, really cool. Um, so please check out, check out his, uh, <laughs> Check out his channel. I think you'll be entertained. Um, but again, he is younger. He's in his 20s and, and like on the front end, front, front end of 20s. Like he just got to 20. So that is his vibe of that super hyper energy, you know, always on. That is appealing and entertaining, but more directly, uh, it's people his age and that are on that same energy wavelength that are on that same frequency, they're going to gravitate toward that. And I, and I, again, that's awesome. Me, I'm about to be 45. I'm not always on. I can be a moody. <laughs> I can be very, that's my wife. I can be, that's my friends. I can be very moody. And honestly, a lot of the times, and that was the big thing that I had to figure out a lot of the, a lot of times I'm on my bike on my personal bikes, when I'm not necessarily on a press ride or a, a, a launch or anything like that, when I'm on my bike, I'm on my bike because I want to be alone in my head and I'm thinking internally. Like, it's, you know, that's where I go to do a lot of my game planning. That's that's my war room. When I'm on the bike, that's my war room. I'm just processing data. I'm formulating. I'm juggling, juggling. <laughs> I'm juggling different multiple universes at the same time. Um, so that for me, understanding that when I'm on the bike, I'm not necessarily interested in talking out loud. So when you watch my videos, you'll see that it's not so much me going on and on and on. And then, then too, I like to hear the bike. So I put those, I put those elements of what I love about riding into my, my content. You're going to hear my thoughts. You know, you're going to hear my thoughts clearly. Um, you're going to hear the bike. You're going to have proper music. Um, you know, and then when I say proper music, I'm talking about music that might be a little bit more, it, it, it works in harmony with what you're viewing. Um, 
my production value is high. My production skill is growing. So have mercy on me and be patient. But um, I think what what I'm trying, not what I think, I know what I'm trying to say is it's important as writers, you know, when I talk about moving the needle, when I talk about getting to that next level, when I talk about turning a corner, finding ways to broaden your brand exposure, maximum visibility. Okay. Instead of, instead of going regional, instead of going uh, national, instead of going international, instead of going global, I want to go intergalactic. You go intergalactic. Okay. Um, (laughs) you got to be out of this world. Okay. Why stop? Why stop? If you're doing your social media, if you're doing your Facebook and you're doing your Twitter and you're doing your your Instagram. If you're doing your TikTok. Now TikTok is a whole different I'm not I'm not about that just yet. I don't know. It's like it was Snapchat for a while, that went away. Or it's still here, but you know, really who talks about Snapchatting? Really. Um when you talk there was this thing called Vivo or V E V O. That was a thing for like 2 weeks. Um <laughs> But that is now residing in the same space as MySpace. But you <laughs> look, I still remember my MySpace uh, address. But moving on, the point is, is that all of these platforms are are accessible and they're beneficial to you. And the most important thing is that they're free. They're they're free. So if you are a writer and you're looking to create a brand or you already have a brand and you're looking to push your brand to the next level. If you're looking to take your, if you're looking to move the needle on your brand and you, again, don't forget about going regional, go intergalactic, intergalactic. Okay. If you're, if you're driven to go intergalactic and you're not utilizing the tools that are available to you, the free tools, mind you, your, your Facebook, your Instagram, your Twitter. And, I, and now, like I said, you know, like I might be late to the game, but, and I've worked with YouTube before. I've done things on YouTube and, you know, I've had like, you know, little videos and whatever, but to consider it as an avenue on the same, of, of equal importance as Instagram, you know, that's something that I slept on. I can admit it. Your boy, Mr. Black Moses can admit it. I slept on it. But now, now it's, and, and there's a whole another uh, algorithm. There's a whole different science of how YouTube works, how the analytics work. You got to be up on that. You got to understand how these things, uh, how these things work. Okay. You have to be up on how to uh, quantify, quantify. Okay. You have to be up on how to quantify your digital footprint. And, and, and each of these platforms that I've mentioned, they all have tools to help you do so. So it's not only are they free, but they also help you to increase, increase your digital footprint. And if you're looking to move the needle, if you're looking to turn the corner, if you're looking to go intergalactic, you need to be taking full advantage of all of these tools, these free tools that are laid out before you. With that being said, you know, I'm you know, I should have, I should have done this a long time ago, but at the same time, I'm glad that I took the time to figure out exactly how I wanted to present myself in, on the YouTube platform. 
Again, I'm not a vlogger. Shout out to all the vloggers, the entire vlogging community. Good looking out. I appreciate you. Shout out to um, everybody who is uh, putting out gear reviews and, and product reviews and bike reviews. That's cool. You know, and maybe I'll get into that a little bit. I'm sure I will. But for the most part, for me, I I feel that the space that I'm in right now at this part of my life. And I know that there's other riders out there at my age, you know, in my age group, in my, you know, whatever, um, that are feeling the same way. They get on the bike just to not, not necessarily to war, to war room, but to keep it together. Okay. They get on their bike and they just want to drown out all of the static noise. And I feel like those, that might be my audience. I feel like that's my audience. And, uh, you know, at the same time, I'm looking to engage everybody all the time in all ways, the same way that you're listening to this podcast. And again, podcast, another platform. If you are an individual, throw, throw podcasting into that toolbox of your Instagrams and your social media platforms and your YouTubes. These are all things that you as a writer if you're trying to move the needle, if you're trying to go intergalactic, if you're trying to turn a corner, these are all tools. These are all tools that you should be utilizing. These are things that should be in your toolbox and you should be in there daily, daily. Okay. So, you know, again, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to announce that your boy, Mr. Black Moses has dropped his YouTube channel. I encourage you all. I'm asking you all as friends of Mr. Black Moses to please go and check it out. There will be a link included in the description. And shout out to my family at Radio Influence uh, for always holding me down and putting up with my nonsense and uh, just tolerating me. <laughs> I'm a pain in the ass. I know. I know it, Jason. I know, Jerry. I know. Um, but anyway, <laughs> uh, please check out the channel excerpts from the diary of Moses Black. You can find me on YouTube, Mr. Black Moses. You dig? That's our show for this week. Please follow the show on Instagram at Life in the Fast Lane Official, on Twitter at LITFL Official, and on Facebook at Life in the Fast Lane Podcast. Please hit that like, hit that share, hit that subscribe button. We'll be right back here next Friday with an all new episode of Life in the Fast Lane. Hosted by me, your boy, Mr. Black Moses. I'm gone. I'm Jerry Petock, CEO of Radio Influence. I just wanted to take a quick moment to say thank you for downloading and subscribing to this podcast. There are a lot of people behind the scenes here at Radio Influence that work hard to keep you entertained day in and day out. If you'd like to get involved and advertise on this program, or you have some show ideas that you'd like to see us add to the Radio Influence family, please email us at contact at radioinfluence.com. We all have crazy schedules, so the fact that you took time out of your busy day to let us entertain you for a while means a lot. Without you, the listeners, we wouldn't exist. So thank you again for downloading and subscribing to this show. Don't forget to check out radioinfluence.com to see what other shows we also have to offer. All of Radio Influence's programming can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, and of course, RadioInfluence.com. <laughs>